we say it more like bridge the digital divide. We're trying to give parents the tools so they can feel more at peace and safe when they give their kids access to social media for the first time, obviously focused heavily on their mental health and social emotional learning. So basically, this is a child's first cell phone. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. And thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today are the co-founders of CyberDive, Jeff Gottfurst, CEO, and Derek Jackson, CTO. Just a brief history on these amazing men. Jeff Gottfurst is the first person in the world to summit Mount Everest with rheumatoid arthritis. He worked on Wall Street for 14 years as a senior vice president, leading global financial firms, including UBS Financial and Salomon Smith & Barney. Additionally, he was selected as Man of the Year by United Nations and their international school for the philanthropic work he does speaking around the country, inspiring kids and adults to push through their obstacles and achieve success. Derek Jackson is an ex-military intelligence officer who previously served as captain in the U.S. Army for five years, where his intelligence work forced on the social media activity of U.S. adversaries and radical insurgents. Jackson deployed in support of combat operations with the 1st Special Forces Group airborne to Kuwait, Jordan, and Syria. Derek's accolades include the Joint Commendation Medal for creating and leading the first social media intelligence collection team for the SOJTF OIR headquarters. Derek was recently selected as an honoree for Phoenix Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Class of 2021 as a leader that is helping shape the Valley into a better place to live and work. Please help me welcome Jeff and Derek. When I'm looking at your bios, you guys, I mean, you have so much stuff, as I mentioned in the beginning. What brought you to this work? After I had returned home from summiting Mount Everest, I fought along a story about a young girl who had been sexually assaulted, and then her pictures put up all over social media. So essentially victimized twice. So at that juncture, decided we wanted to create a smartphone that created better digital citizens with children and helped parents to get back into the lives that their kids were exhibiting online. We really wanted to do one thing, stop social media from becoming a social disaster. And I was actually stationed up at JBLM, uh, Joint Base Lewis-McChord up there right near Seattle for five years on active duty with the army. And I was an intelligence officer for the last three years of that uh, career with First Special Forces Group back in 2016. I deployed overseas and I was in charge of a team of analysts looking at how ISIS was using social media. And so all of the tradecraft and techniques that I learned and that me and my team had to develop is what initially we packaged into the software when we started CyberDive. But now that's transitioned into this smartphone that's the only smartphone on the market where parents can see all of the content that their children are looking at, the context of where they're seeing it and why it might be important. But then one of the most important things is that they can also see all of the connections that they're making online. So we really wanted to do was create something that helped parents and kids. So we introduced Aqua One, which is a smartphone for kids that allows parents unlimited monitoring to all their social media, as well as all of their texts. And we bundled that with our psychologist created mental health check 
that breaks up the child's scroll three times a day and asks them questions about their overall well-being. And all of that information is sent to our cutting edge, simple dashboard for parents to get uncompromised connection about what their kids are doing. I first heard about you on Elizabeth Smart's podcast, Smart Talks. I love what she's doing. I thought, oh my goodness, I have two 10-year-old grandchildren Mm. and they don't have smartphones yet. And of course, everyone's asking, when do you give kids smartphones? And then when I saw the work you're doing, it just... When I raised my kids, they were seniors, juniors and seniors when they got their first phones and they there wasn't even texting yet. So I didn't have that danger, but I have been really fearful. I just thought everybody needs to know about you guys. We really appreciate that. And that's the reason we built it. We know all parents and grandparents, Mm -hmm. we all have a screaming pain about what our kids are doing on social media. And for us, we again knew that there were some negative things that are happening on social media as well as positive. Some of the negative things that are happening on average, it takes 18 minutes for a predator to reach out to a child to get them to send their first piece of sexual content. 6% of all teens feel like committing suicide after being on Instagram. One third of all teen girls who are on Instagram have body images. We wanted to create something that was functional because with all risk, when we have children, when we take them to the beach for the first time, we don't turn our backs and let them go into the ocean. If we're teaching them to drive for the first time, we don't switch suites, switch seats with them and go to bed in the seat and let them drive. When the bubbles are boiling for the first time, we say the bubbles look good, but don't put your finger in it. So we really wanted to create something that is different. We really believe in involvement is better than limitation because we've what evidence has shown over the past 20 years of locking down phones and restrictions, it doesn't work. It makes the parent feel good like they're being proactive, but we wanted to do something that really brought forth what we call KTIs, kitchen table issues. And again, parent and child being able to talk about this is why I'm friends with this person. If a child is putting up pictures of Egypt or the mummies or the Nile River, a parent can use our, our simple dashboard and say, hey, my child likes Egypt. I'm going to go on Amazon and buy them a book, and we're going to talk about that tonight. And because children, kids, our lives are on the internet online, parents didn't have a role in that world anymore. And I think that that fear that you feel as a grandparent, and I'm sure the same fear that your grandkids' parents feel themselves is something that's so common for all of us. I have a four-year-old. Jeff has kids that are older. It doesn't matter what stage of parenting or grandparenting you're in. When you think about them getting access to social media, it's scary because maybe you grew up with it yourself and you've seen some of the horrible things that can happen or you hear about and read about all of these stories that are so detrimental and affects kids in such a, a terrible way. And then you go look at what your options are, and it's either go buy them this really expensive phone and essentially say good luck, or you get them an extremely dumbed down phone where they don't have any access to the things that they want. They can't even access YouTube Kids, something that's meant for toddlers. What we wanted to do is create something that kids actually want, because they want to be able to go on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat just like their friends. 
but it's also something that parents have the access that they need to have so they can really sit in that passenger seat, like Jeff said, and give them tips about how to understand these things that they're seeing in a context that's a lot wider than, than they currently have at that age. So it's it's really bridging that gap in the market where it's not just about handcuffs and locking things down. It's really about being an involved parent. And going just a little step further, we all know that social media is the villain. That's what we keep hearing. It's social media's fault. It's social media's fault. Well, guess what? It also takes us to be parents as well. And we haven't had the right tools to be able to do that because most parents, they don't know what Discord is. They don't know what Lipsy is. They don't know what House Party is. They don't, and they're not going to come home from work and go through all those things, which my wife has done. We're going through all of our kids' accounts. We're trying to become friends with them. That's just not a realistic solution to what is happening. So we really wanted to do one thing, create a tool that was vastly different, different than the handcuffs. It's not for a parent who wants to handcuff their child and interrogate them. This is for the parent who really wants to understand what their kids are doing. And for us, we built it for young kids. Mm -hmm. Young people like Dare here are early tech adopters. You know, they've had social media their whole life. They know it's an incredible tool. You can be here. We can be here in, in stateside and find out how to connect with someone in South Africa about how to clean up the environment. That's a great thing. I mean, that that's the beauty of it. There's also this nefarious side as well. And for us, we wanted to just create something that allowed the parent and child to bridge that digital divide. And for us, while you know, a lot of parents are enjoying or binge watching their favorite shows, their kids are binge scrolling things, we are binge building solutions for them that are not what we call product adjacent solutions. There are other products out there that say they do certain things and they have great marketing campaigns, but when you use them, you get stuck in the driveway. They're almost not products. They're almost advocacy groups about this is the bad, mm. this is the bad, use us, use us, use us. Yeah. We didn't want to do something. We want to do something so radically different. And that's what we've recreated. And we know that there is a major need for it because there's parents have a screaming pain to understand what is my child doing in this realm? And we know that 50% of all 10 and 11 year olds who have a smartphone in the United States of America, they have those phones overnight unsupervised. So they're using devices on platforms that aren't built for them, yeah. that aren't intended for them. And the parents, what do we, what did we have to say when we would give them a phone? Good luck. That's it. You know, I, I hope it's okay. And we really wanted to create something that not only gave the parents that information, but our psychologist-based mental health check asked the, the child questions three times a day that ranges from things like, are they, are they happy? Are you sad? Do you have anxiety? But other things like for younger kids, do you feel safe having sleepovers? Do you feel safe at school? Are you being bullied? Are you hungry at night? For older kids, it turns into things like, has someone asked you for a nude picture? Are you the bully? One of our favorite ones in our, remember, Derek and I didn't write these questions. Mm -hmm. Our child psychologist yeah. did. One of our favorite ones was, does your parent keep their promises? You know, and those are good questions that we know parents don't usually ask. And we don't even know how to ask that anymore. Because frankly, when all we want to do is lock down the phone so that we can go back to watching Game of Thrones. You know, that's kind of what, what that does. So for us, 
the traditional tools that were out there with locking down the phone, that served only one person's purpose, the parents. Didn't really do it for the kids. Man, so much to absorb. I keep thinking how parents' fear will help them lock down their kid. They try to also put fear in their child. Right. And the problem with that is kids are so naive that even when they try to scare them that this might be a predator versus Billy down the road, it feels like their brain can't comprehend that. That's very true. And I think one of the things that's almost in addition to that is kids naturally, when their parents start to place controls on them, are rebellious to it. So all that ends up happening is those controls and limitations that are to satisfy my own fear as a parent end up causing my child to think more about taking risks that I won't know about. They'll use a friend's phone or access the internet somewhere else and you'll have no idea. And what that ends up doing is just creating a barrier between you and your child. So instead of doing that, instead of trying to lock down their phone or prevent them from using social media at certain times, you can advocate for their access to social media because then you're on their side. You're sitting on the same side of the table as them, and you can be the one to help teach them to do it responsibly. And what Derek said there was really important to us. We really like our customers to know we're also parents. Yep. We're dealing with it too. The only differences between us and everyone else, we have a company that's addressing it. That's the only difference, but we are exactly the same. And we wanted to create something that didn't cause the parent a lot of friction with having to figure out how to use it, how to work it, how to deal with it. We also wanted our customers to know one thing, we move mountains for them. We are, what we do isn't easy. It's not easy to get every single platform that's out there to move into our dashboard, to bundle that with mental health questions. And why do we do that? Because we sit on the same side of the table as our customers and we know one thing. For us, customers, they're not users. Users is synonymous with drug users. Every customer who uses our Aqua One, they're a real family. They have real needs. It's, it's not pretend. It's not just something you read on the media or hear this. It's a real family who's using our, our product. And for us, we love talking to them because as we see it, every family who uses our product they have a voice and we want to hear those voices because we're doing something so different than the traditional lock them down, lock it down. That's, that's the solution to this whole problem. Right. And when you talk about the different generations, there's those generations that had to learn from their kids how to use the phone. Mm -hmm. And so the kids know they're smarter than you. And then there's the newer generation who grew up with social media, grew up with phones, knows a little more and maybe can influence things a little better. It's hard when you are working full-time, raising kids, maybe even you're divorced, so you've got all of that going on, to have to go and learn all of this stuff. And it sounds like you just put it out there in a way that's easy for parents. It's not a huge learning curve, but the time they would have to take is, I just got to take some time and check in on what my kid's doing. You, you hit the nail right on the head. If we just listed off five platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, Discord, TikTok, Twitch, and we suggested to divorced parents that they should go learn how to access those. And whenever they are spending time with their kids, try to log in and figure out what they're doing. That's five different platforms that look completely different, different purposes, but all could have these same type of risks. And they don't have the time to access that. Instead, with us, with the Aqua One, they can learn one platform. They can see all of the content in one place. And even for that exact situation that you're saying, Parents can invite, if, if they're divorced, they can invite their 
X to be able to see access to their kids data on this same platform. So it's really this co-parenting tool also that both parents would be able to access and see the same information about their child's social media activity, but also about their well-being. And for us, just like you alluded to, we wanted to do something that was part of everyone's morning rotation. And what do I mean by that? When we all wake up in the morning, we do the same thing on our phones every morning. If that's, you know, check the stocks, check the news, check your, I mean, we do the same rotation and guess what? We do that throughout the day. That doesn't change. We wanted to create a tool that became part of that rotation. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, but even at a red light, when someone is driving, that they're <laughs> able to look at their phone, the parent is able to look up their dashboard and see, hey, here are the videos my child is watching on YouTube and here are their mental health checks. For us, we knew there was a, seven, a segment of parents who greatly wanted that. We're just looking for ease, an easy product where I don't have to know what Discord is. I don't need to understand what Instagram is. I don't need to understand what Lipsy is. I don't need to understand what Twitch is. But with the Aqua One, I'm able to see it all and in turn, have those conversations. Now, we didn't build it for kids who are already 17 and 18 years old. I mean, that is a that is not the market because they've literally been driving without the seatbelt. You know, they haven't had the seatbelt. They've had the lockdown from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., which doesn't do anything. Just it picks up again at 6 a.m. the next morning. So we really have built it for those parents who are giving their child a phone for the first time because what we did with that is we made it that all replacements are free. The network comes in it. There's no contract. And you don't have to spend huge amounts of money to buy a phone. We know that kids want phones now even younger in four, five, six, seven, eight, you know, three years old. Oh, yeah. you know, when people are at dinner, here, watch this. But if the child is on YouTube and is at dinner and the parent doesn't know what's happening, they don't know what's happening with that algorithm. They don't know what they're seeing. So we wanted to make something that was just a simple solution. They got through all the barriers and congestion that we parents face and the fear that we face. And again, it's a different vantage point than other companies that came out and said, lock them down. We, we're going to tell you when your child says the F word and you're going to get them in trouble. That's entirely not what we're doing here. We wanted to do something that was from a different parent that we knew were progressive parents and really wanted just great unlimited connection to their child. Well, and I think about how there are so many grandparents raising the kids, and mm -hmm. that's a big divide when it comes to social media. That's a huge divide. So for them to have access to something doable, because the truth is, as much as we love our kids, if we have to learn all this stuff, we're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think the learning curve on that, it's impossible. We're not going to do it. P parents do it, or parents, grandparents, all caregivers do not have the time after dealing, you know, working all day, dealing with all the things that we have to do as caregivers. We don't have the time to get on there and say, okay, now I got to go through, you know, we have our own lives to, to take care of, paying bills, doing laundry, doing things for our children, going to practices, helping them with homework. We created something that addresses that, that we're really proud of. It's very cutting edge. And it gives that parent relief knowing, hey, I know what my child is doing. And again, we did it from the good side. We wanted parents to be able to have those conversations. And if my child is, you know, I mean, 
I mean, I hate to say it like this, but if my child is going through a mental health check and they say they're happy, but they've just seen an animal mutilation video on YouTube, we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay to talk about. If I have a child who's on TikTok, who is in ballet, but is putting up pictures of football, that gives me the opportunity to say, wait a minute, I have you in ballet, but you want to play football. Let's go do that. You know, that's what we think parenting is. We don't think it is about interrogation, like, oh my goodness, you watch this movie at this age. Because the other thing that we alluded to is that with those handcuffed items, all that does, again, is help the parent and it handcuffs the child, but it does more than that to the child because most of their friends don't have that. Mm -hmm. So when they get to school and things have been going, said about what's going on on Reddit about this, guess what it's done to them? It's even ostracized them even further. And we know with the mental health, Mental health claims last year went up 100% between the ages of 6 and 18. Self-harm went up 333%. And we all know this from when we were young. The most important thing that we want to feel when we go to school is being part of the group. Exactly. It's such a component of us growing up. Mm -hmm. We want to be part of the group. And with a lockdown device, if you're not able to, and everyone else is talking about this, guess what's happened? You're yeah. now not part of the group. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we wanted to, to help. Now, of course, we're able to see with our dashboard, parent is able to see every app that is downloaded, every single thing. But we just didn't think it was the right thing to say, hey, you're not allowed to download this. You're not allowed to do this. And right. I think that's kind of one of the most unique things about our company is I doubt you hear about or talk to any other company related to technology and kids where they advocate for kids getting access to social media and to the Internet. Because of what we've created, that's really what we're trying to do is give kids the ability to still be involved in that group, still be able to participate just like their friends, but give parents all the things that they need to feel safe. That's why Jeff mentioned we take care of everything. You don't have to go stand in line at T-Mobile, Verizon, or AT&T to add it to your family plan. It comes right as part of this subscription. You don't have to worry about the phone breaking because we'll replace it for free. When we come out with a new version, you get an upgrade for free. So there really is nothing for you to feel worried about because you also get to see all of that information about their activity and the information from their responses on the mental health check. I babysat some kids when my kids were little that we're not allowed to watch TV. So what did they do at my house? All they wanted to do is watch TV. And so I love that you're coming from that aspect is you're not trying to take away, you're trying to incorporate. Mm -hmm. And Lori, I remember when I was growing up, my parents, we had the house that had all the great cereals and all the cookies. And I would have friends come over and I'd be like, let's go outside and play football or something. They'd be like, no, we want to eat all your fruit loops and, and you know, and all this <laughs> stuff. And it's the same sort of thing. Again, our goal was to create a whole better digital citizen with the government, whatever happening is happening on Capitol Hill with social media. They're not going to be able to dictate how kids are acting on social media. Mm -hmm. They're never going to be able to dictate that. If if a fight is happening at school, and what do most kids do? They take out a phone and film it. Mm -hmm. They don't go break up the fight. You know, they film it. (laughs) And we we knew that young parents who are young tech, tech adopters are very much open to teaching their kids how to be better on social media. Because let's be honest, Social media isn't going anywhere. I mean, the internet, none of it is going anywhere. So we don't have classes in schools that say, here's how you should act. Here's how, these are the rules that you should 
you should be part of. And I mean, obviously, I know even with my kids, when someone might send them a, a text that say, send me a picture of this, that's maybe, you know, a lewd comment and so forth. We knew that parents needed help in this realm. And mm -hmm. guess what? There was no one helping. There was no one helping. Yes, there was a lot of conversation about it. Let's relabel it this. Let's rebrand it and rename this, this, and so forth. We knew that parents had a screaming pain, a screaming pain, and we know that parents deserve to know that information. And that's a hill we're willing, we are willing to die on. And when you are engaging them in that way, they're going to be able to have choices and think and make better decisions because they're not just reacting going, oh, you don't want me to do this. It's like, okay, what is going on? Let's look at this. Let's make decisions. It sounds like that's what you're creating. I heard a survey the other day, one in three kids are using phones and social media without parental controls. And the reason is the parents are like, they're going to find a loophole anyway. So why bother? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's a great point. They're going to be able to get around it anyway. Again, I think you can see the position that we're in is that for 20 years, blocking the blocking this, blocking that doesn't really solve the problem. No. It doesn't address the problem head on. And we decided to address it head on. That was That's the mission of our company. And that is the mission of what we do every day, because we know parents deserve it, kids deserve it, and essentially the country deserves it. They deserve this to make to make kids better and parents better and to reunite families. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that mom who's a single divorced mom, who's working two jobs, who just wants to know what are my two kids doing at home right now while I'm working, what are they watching? So at least when I come in and I say, we all know how teenagers are. Hey, how was your day? And teenagers usually say, whatever, great. You know, they're, you know, there <laughs> was, was no, fine. yeah, it was fine. It was great. We want that parent to be able to come in and say, I saw that you watched you know, the new Star Wars movie on YouTube. Let's talk. Let me tell you about the first Star Wars I watched. That's bonding. That's, again, nurturing the seeds that kind of bring the family back together. And that's what we're trying to address. And is it different? It's radically different what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And we're really proud of that. We have conviction in what we've built because we know there's a lot of parents who want it. I feel like it's kind of like new math. Whenever there's new math, the teachers are so excited because they love to teach. And the parents are like, oh, we take your homework home. And well, your parents aren't going to be able to help you anyway. So mm -hmm. it's like taking that, this new technology, which changes daily. I love where you're coming from. I love your heart in all of this. Mm -hmm. Now, did you two know each other before? No, what inevitably happened, as, as I mentioned, I had um, climbed Mount Everest. That's so cool, by the way. I just want to yeah. applaud you. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's, I, I, I have a great wife. <laughs> Let me put it that way, who pushed me and great parents who pushed me as well in doing that. Again, as I had followed along that story about that young lady who that had happened to, I knew that we wanted to launch the company. And I know a lot of people go to bed and when their head hits the pillow at night, they have dreams. And when they wake up in the morning, they don't do it. And I knew that we wanted to do something and it wasn't a dream. It was a vision. And because of that, and talking to a lot of people, it finally led me to this remarkable man sitting to my right here, who was obviously doing what he had done in the military. And um, it became a perfect connection for us to make this happen. It was when he first reached out, he was trying to find the right person to start this company with. And when he first mentioned the problem and how he wanted to solve it, 
I knew exactly where he was coming from because I had been in the deep, dark corners of the internet professionally. So we were able to come together and, and start CyberDive. And it's been a great path that we've been on since then. I think often people do start companies. They have these ideals or like you said, uh, it's a vision, but mm-hmm. they don't have what's behind. And I love it, Jeff, that you said, okay, I've got this. And, and it says you love helping push through obstacles and help kids achieve success. But you knew you didn't have the the whole internet thing. And then you find Derek, who's special forces, who, like you said, deep, dark secrets. And to know that you guys know what you know, and you have children and you, you have that parent heart. And it's becoming kids are getting it now even younger and younger mm-hmm. because parents want to be able to text their children mm-hmm. if they're at daycare, if they're doing this. We all know this. And, I, and I'm guilty of it, too. When my wife and I, especially when our kids were younger, my, my kids now are 16, 14 and 12. When they were younger, when we go out to dinner, we would just give them our phones so that my wife and I could talk for five minutes. You know, I mean, it was just here is your babysitter, mm-hmm. but I have no idea what's happening. And so, you know, we, we really wanted to address that because it, we knew that there were things that are going on in there that weren't obviously built to be bad. I mean, that wasn't right. the intent of what social media is and so forth, but nefarious things are happening on there. And we know what an impact that has, especially on children's mental health. We know, I mean, with Instagram that it causes, you know, body images issues. And that's predominantly because that's all about um, money, lifestyle, and, you know, what bodies look like. And of course, kids, if you're sitting scrolling through that for three hours, but I mean, what are you going to think? Yeah. And so, so we just, we just are, you know, we were very lucky to find one another, Derek and mm-hmm. I, and, you know, for us to, you know, different background, different ages, but mm-hmm. to come together with such ferocity and such fierce strength in knowing we are going to climb steep hills every single day. And we're going to deliver the tool that parents need. And that's something that we will not stop doing. I love that. And when you think about it, when I raised my kids, if I was distracted, I was maybe reading a book, mm-hmm. you know, and now this generation, you see them pushing strollers while they're, it, it is their lifestyle. And so when I go to see my grandkids, I actually usually leave my phone in the car because they mm-hmm. just want it. And people are like, why didn't you take pictures? It's like, uh, cause I leave my phone ever since they were little, they all want your phone. Because they yeah. see the adults using it. You know, for me, it's not a negative thing. If, if I mean, I remember when my kids were young and they were watching a lot of Spider-Man and I realized that and I was like, great, we're going to see Spider-Man. We're getting Spider-Man. You know, I mean, like yeah. those again are things that are natural that we want to do when we're building the seed of our relationship with these human beings that are new to us because they're young. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, you know, we're watching them grow. And so we know Obviously, 10-year-olds who are using social media right now are really 20-year-olds mentally. I mean, it's just they are being exposed to so many adult themes yeah. that, that you know, maybe we didn't get exposed to when we were younger at that age. And we wanted to find a tool for a parent that caused no friction, allowed them to see those things. And most importantly, we can be the tool that helps them have those conversations again. Some of those conversations are going to be hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be some questions you ask and a parent's not going to want to know the answers to those, some of those things. 
as if right. a child is feeling one way about this subject feels this way maybe your child is the bully maybe mm -hmm. your child is the one who you know who is doing some something bad at school or maybe your child is the one who does have an eating disorder and you want to talk about that mm -hmm. and for us we just know with what's going on holistically in the country it was the right way when we got together and we decided when we whiteboarded the first time and said how are we going to address this are we going to mimic those product adjacent companies mm -hmm. and do what they're doing but you know try to have better marketing so that we're seen better you know that's our only way to differentiate ourselves from that mm -hmm. or are we not going to have to do that are we going to stand on our product and do right. something that's just different cutting edge, innovative, and goes completely across the grain of what most parents have been taught is the right way to kind of to handle the problem. And when you empower the parents, I mean, we all know this with marketing, you can do any kind of advertising you want, but word of mouth, and you get these phones in the hands of parents that are able to have, for lack of better control, but also Mm -hmm. eyes on it. They, they're they yep. not going to be able to turn a blind eye. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their friends and we're going to have a safer world. And I have done several shows on cyberbullying and the, the experts say, you know, you got to go to the teacher, then the principal. And I've, I, I also work with moms in recovery coming out of drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And of course their kids have issues from maybe being in foster care for a while. They're getting cyberbullied. They go to the school. Guess what? School doesn't care. They say, hey, it's not happening at school. It's at home. So nothing mm -hmm. we can do. And so to give parents a tool where they might even be able to see that's happening and do something about it just gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, and, and there's a lot and there's a lot of things that encompass a child's life. I mean, I mean, we could sit here for hours thinking about here's what a child's going to type into Google search. Right. You know, if it let's say they have a parent who's sick and they're typing in things like, what does that sickness mean? You know, like. Those are good things to be able to, for a parent to say, hey, I saw you typed in about what I'm going through. Let's talk about that. I mean, those are the commercials we see on TV all the time. Those are the themes, but there really wasn't a tool that did that. Yeah. You know, we wanted to create something that really, again, wasn't just like a, a advocacy group marketing campaign. We, not that those are bad, but we wanted to do something that was a solution mm -hmm. where we as a company didn't ever have to say to a customer, if a customer said, hey, can you cover this? Can you do this? We don't want to say we can't. Mm. We, we, if we say we can't, then we haven't built our AI and our software and everything into it the right way. You know, we really are deliberate in the actions we take and we're, we're pretty fierce in what we want to deliver to parents. I and even for the example that you gave about cyberbullying, where, you know, the mom goes to the school, all of that is very reactive to the situation. You can only do it after it's already happened, after it's had the impact on your child. And that's the approach that we really focused on is we want to give parents tools and the ability to be proactive because we're really not here to solve yesterday's problem. We're trying to create the solutions for tomorrow. And so when we talk with parents who have tried screen time or they ask us about controlling apps, we say, we know that doesn't work because what we're trying to do is give you the access so you can be proactive so that you can understand, as we all know, that as your kids are growing up and learning and going through these different situations, they're going to fall down. 
But what we want to do as parents is be involved so that we can be there to pick them up without having to wait for them to ask us. And that's what the Aqua One can do. And so, exactly what you said is so important. Like with a company, the advocacy of parents is so important. So mm -hmm. we're really excited. We start shipping in early January. Right now it's up for pre-orders, which mm -hmm. is great. So we ship in about two months from now. So we're excited as that gets out to our first customers. So again, whenever, you know, whatever you have you have great runways into different areas you know we'd love to participate in every way and there's so, one thing i do want to make sure yeah. to emphasize this gets in right now for this pre-order time we're running this uh amazing thing because as you've seen we're not just trying to give parents something for today we really care about the entire future generation of kids and so what we're doing for this pre-order period is running a sweepstakes where if you order an aqua one that's one entry into this sweepstakes where we're gonna choose one family to give $5,000 that's invested in a 529 account for your child's college education. So please, as you spread it out, uh, make sure that you actually visit that URL. So that would be cyberdive.co slash 529. That's the numbers 529. And right there, you can enter that sweepstakes. It's a really awesome thing. And we do that now as a company, we do it every quarter. We do that where we give that away because it's part of us helping the parent, the parents who are using it. We know how tough it is for parents to afford college education mm -hmm. and so forth. And it's our way of saying, hey, not only are we helping you with what's going on in your daily life, but here's something else. You know, we thought it was a cool, a cool thing that a lot of companies don't do anything like no. that. Great. Good job. Good work. I'm, I'm just so, so proud of you guys. Keep it oh, up. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the words. And we look forward to doing it again. All right. Go order your Aqua One right now. It's a pre-order. Go to cyberdive.co, C-O slash Aqua dash one. That's cyberdive.co slash Aqua dash one. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference.